Join Edwin Frondozo on the Business Leadership Podcast every week for a unique program featuring insights and actionable items from the world's most successful business leaders. Hear firsthand the exclusive interviews and personal journeys on how today's transformational leaders made it to the top. This is the Business Leadership Podcast and I'm your host, Edwin Frondozo. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you and your time. For some of you listening, it has been been about a month since the COVID-19 lockdown happened. So how has self-isolation and working home from you been? I know for me, it's it's been definitely a roller coaster ride. Some days have been amazing. Some days I'm just really feeling like I need to get out. And I'm sure other people in our community is struggling, and especially for leaders. Because leading in business can be lonely and with with the added COVID-19 stresses and physical distancing, there's value in hearing from leaders facing and solving unprecedented challenges. Our next guest on CADA's 20 Leaders in 20 Days Virtual Shift special mini-series is Cameron Ward, Senior Vice President at RS Components. And with over 20 years of experience in the electronics industry, Working in locations across North America and Asia Pacific, I was really excited to get his thoughts and insights. In our conversation, we discussed the impact and specifically the speed in which innovation has been pushed out due to the pandemic. Are you having trouble keeping newly remote teams engaged, effective, and connected? I can help. Text HELP to 416 416- 8340299 and we'll connect. Again, text me at 416-834-0299 and I will personally connect with you. With that, here we go. The speed of um I guess the disruption what this has brought out is this um this um, acceleration of innovation and this acceleration of how we do business because you know innovation is a great buzzword and I you know I used to lead innovation for, for a company uh, for many years and um, you know it's one of those really cool things to say it's sexy to say you know we're an innovation company or we're in, we're into innovation and um, unless there's a catalyst whether you know whatever that catalyst is unless it's something of epic proportions either backed up by an event like COVID-19 or a lot of funding or investment where the and the company's giving you a mandate like a Google or an Amazon where they are inspired and motivated and paid to kind of innovate, um, you know, it's really hard. And so what, what what's for me the last three, 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 four weeks has been really um, kind of just thought provoking or just eye opening for me is the speed of which people have embraced or, or, or realized that they're, they're entrepreneurs and they're, they're, they've got this innovation um, and that we're quickly figuring out how to do business in ways we've never thought imaginable, like older companies, more traditional companies, um, you know, are, are showing that they've got the ability to be agile and, uh, and try new ways of doing business in which ways we'd never thought we would ever go to. And I've, you know, I've got some examples of that, which were really eye-opening for me. So I think just the whole speed of, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly of what's come about of this COVID thing, apart from the, the human tragedy, I think there's been an incredible amount of um, exciting things that will come out, not today, because there's the tragedy of, uh, of, of what's happening is, is quite, uh, quite uh, epic. 
Um, but it's, you know, what's going to come out from the business world and I think is going to be kind of really, really exciting for, uh, for entrepreneurs and small Canadian companies and businesses. Like. Yeah, I mean, and that's super interesting. And I want to stay on that point, Cameron, in terms of the speed of innovation. It's so funny. You could have the greatest solutions, but like you said, it's it's these catalysts that really, really get us moving. Because I'm, I'm a tech entrepreneur as well, and I, I provide telecommunications, remote work from home, disaster recovery, and, you know, trying to sell <laughs> yeah. those things. <clears throat> until it happens, right? Until it's, it happens. Uh, absolutely. It's like, oh, that will never happen to us. It's all good. Uh, and, it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and it's so funny. So tell me, I mean, you mentioned you have a couple of stories when it comes around to the speed of innovation. Uh, is this throughout your organization? Is it what you're seeing or what you're hearing? Or is it something specific with yeah. clients that you're working with? So it's it's uh, with clients and my and my company. So one of the things that from the innovation was, um, it's it's not a very exciting story, but it's it's very interesting to see how we adapted. Was you know we had a you know I work for an organization as traditional brick and mortar and has uh, individuals that come in you know come into the office fixed times. They have desktops still and they they do their job and they do it really really well. And um, and then when this whole thing started coming about, we could you know you could see the this this um, tsunami effect is kind of the wave went out and it started coming. You could see. And some people are in denial and not in our organization, but there's people just like, ah, it's not going to impact us. And uh, we moved very quickly in, um, to just to kind of say, hey, well, if this does happen. What are we going to need to do? And so we quickly moved uh, people into you know, work from home. And uh, it was interesting from a culture uh, shift and from just the use of equipment and use of technology where we had, you know, there are people in, the, in organizations using desktops. And who probably hadn't turned those things off in 10 years. And we we're suddenly putting security software and cameras. And we moved almost our entire organization uh, within about 10 days from office setting to an off work from home. And then there were just some really um, fun stories about people not knowing how to, you know, the first time being on a Teams chat or a WhatsApp or a video conference um, and texting and the background and people doing stuff and not realizing the the what I call the 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 etiquette of video uh, video conferencing and, and digital engagement with another person and realizing there's all this stuff going on behind you and you're eating food it was just there's just some really funny stories how quickly that we had an organization that struggled technically to do this but then also culturally where they were so used to you come in you clock in you clock out your right. manager sees you to suddenly being where people are putting in more hours they're being they're getting way more comfortable with technology than they ever had thought possible um and it was really exciting because then you suddenly have um you know p contributors who are you know who've been in the industry 30 40 in some cases 50 years uh who are working and they're just and they're embracing technology and really getting into it and uh, and seeing how effect more effective they've become so it's it's been pretty it's been pretty interesting to see how this is uh, how this has evolved in terms of just the speed that we can now move and and, and ignore people who haven't aren't comfortable with it are getting very comfortable fast. I mean, you brought up a couple of points that's really interesting to me, and the conversation has been changing with this with this pandemic and seeing culture shifts and folks organizations embracing sort of the move and. In your experience within your organization, how fast was that outside of these technical glitches? Because now, and you could correct me if I'm mm -hmm. wrong, some of your team might be operating at more efficiency than they ever have now, right? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and, and my follow-up to that is, and, and this is where I want to get your thoughts, is as we move to the other side, how is yourself or your advice or your thought process being a leader, um, you know, taking that back where efficiency may or may not go down? go up or stays the same or yeah. or how about embracing where people may not even want to come back in 
That's a great point. And in fact, um, when it first happened, we had uh, there were cases, and I spoke to some suppliers and the customers and people in the industry, and they had the exact same thing. So the story is uh, across the industry where some people absolutely loved it. They fell right into a rhythm. Um, you know, they, they worked weird hours, so they were comfortable getting up before and then stopping and doing right. this. And then we had other folks that just were struggling. I mean, really mentally struggling with like the routine and, 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 you know, coming into work and they didn't have that. They weren't able to figure out how to divide themselves or, or be able to separate themselves from work. And um, it's quite interesting because it's actually put us in a position now where we've found, um, certain individuals and branches and departments have been way more efficient um, when we found that actually productivity has gone up because, you know, people kind of log in, they, they look at their computer, it's sitting right there. Um, they're watching TV, they have their notebook, they're on, and they're, they seem to be on more. And that wasn't what we really wanted, but people are just naturally attracted or drawn to it now. Yeah. And so uh, we've actually seen people, you know, we, we, you know, going in, logging in earlier and, and staying on later. And the, the, the output has been, been excellent. And in some cases where some people who uh, really work really well in social distancing. So um, we have a lot of engineers who operate differently, think differently and from field applications engineers to tech engineers to a whole host and some work very well sitting with a guy right next to him and some work really well in an environment where they're by themselves in the dark at three in the morning and and what we found is this this new world order this new way of working has really brought out almost the best in everyone and even those who are really uncomfortable working home have quickly shifted into this like hey i can i now know how to be efficient and organize my time better so i'm not overworking or whatever the case um it's slow but it's it's, it's happening very fast and yes, yes the short answer is we are definitely going to be looking at how to do business going forward because of technology yeah, I mean, it's exciting times, I mean, for, for anyone in technology to see this catalyst push it through and even embracing it because for someone like myself who's been in this space working from home for over 10 years, I even had to adopt because I never had my wife and young daughter at home all the time. And so that yeah. was, that was a, it took me about two and a half, three weeks, and I'm still trying to do recordings um, to, to find a rhythm. How about yourself, like in terms of the challenges for yourself? Because I know for one, it's hearing that teams are having these challenges or embracing it, but then it's also the leadership where they're actually going through the same thing as well. Um, yeah. And they have to lead and still try to provide this, this positivity and, 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 and examples as well. Yeah. So it's, it's a really good question. And I've, I was thinking about this before coming on and um, you know, for the leadership, because we, we, we generally tend to travel a lot and I'm on the road a lot. So, um, you know, working remotely, working from a Starbucks or an airport. Um, so using the technology to communicate with our, with our team or with my peers or with my senior executives, um, we do it naturally because that's just the way um, we're, we've kind of set ourselves up to do it. But what has been difficult is a lot of the decisions and a lot of the relationships you make at a senior level is spent often face-to-face. -face. A lot of that, um, there's right. that, that, that what I call the EQ part of an, an executive leader um, that spends a lot of time when you're not with your teams, you're spending time with the, with the customer or your partner and developing a very close relationship. So, cause the sharing of information, sharing of ideas, um, oftentimes it's very confidential and and oftentimes you want to be in an environment where you can just hey i got this real idea and you don't want to be you want to be able to have a, a that relationship where you can kind of uh expose a little bit of you know like hey, i'm not really good at this or i'm really not sure what do you think and so those conversations are harder to have or those relationships are hard to develop over over video of course um and when you're not face to face so as a senior executive 
um, the, the one of the biggest challenges is is how to establishing new relationships with clients or, pro- or partners um, when you can't just be there and break wine, you know, break bread, excuse me, and, and have a glass of wine, talk about their family, talk about these types of things. And then you get over to the business side and you do that two or three times and you develop a rapport at a senior level where you're comfortable enough to pick up the phone and say, hey, I need help with this or what do you think? Um, oftentimes it doesn't, it, it helps when you've, ha- you've sat down with somebody, you've learned about their family, um, you've learned about what they do and when they're outside of the work and realize they're just like you. So um, that's probably been the hardest part is the, is keeping close to the supplier and the, and the clients and the customers, you know, on a personal, a personal level. I mean, that that's actually an interesting point. And I feel like you and I could probably spend an hour talking about that and building relationships because it seems like maybe the, the anyways, the, the, the near future, a lot of new relationships will be built like this. I know, I know for those listening to this on this podcast, we're, we're recording this on, on video, but, um, um, it's just something to think about. It's something for those who are listening to ponder, right? Because yeah. we don't know how long this will be at this point. And even when it does open up, <clears throat> yeah. will we feel safe to go out, right? It's it's a weird shift Absolutely. right now, and it's very so, interesting. Yeah, and it's uh, I was talking to a very good friend of mine in in, uh, in Hong Kong yesterday about this exact exact topic where, you know, when I, I lived in, I was very fortunate, I lived in, in Asia for 10 years and I worked there in Hong Kong and Singapore and China and, and uh, spent a lot of time and you spend a lot of time face-to-face building those relationships and it, it takes a long time to get to those, you know, very deep, meaningful relationships that last forever. Right. And uh, we were talking about this and saying, you know, how is this going to work? And, uh, you know, like anything, I think it'll just adjust. I, I actually think part of all of this is actually, it's actually one of the the outcomes or the I don't want to say benefit, but one of the the outcomes or the, the new way, the new world order uh, of business, I think, is going to be speed. I actually think that decision making processes and um, will be quicker, will be shorter. Where you don't, you know, we always joke about saying, you know, you, it takes you at least eight times to visit a customer before you get the real big order. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I think that companies are are in the same. We're all in the same boat. This is the great. This is one thing about this this, this COVID nineteen is we're all in the same boat. It's not impacting. You know, factories in Thailand from a tsunami or an earthquake over there. This is everybody. So we're on the same level playing field. So I don't think it'll be weird that, uh, you know, customers don't want to see you come in the building. Um, I don't think it'll be, you know, it won't be strange anymore to see people coming in with a PPE and, and face protection, whereas, you know, it was very common in Japan or parts of Asia. Uh, you know, you never see that in the Western world, you just didn't see it. Now it's going to be normal, but I think it, the, the, I think the business cycle and the decision-making cycle is going to speed up much, much quicker. I think it's going to be way more agile, way quicker to make decisions. Um, just simply because of the, what we've seen through get, getting access to PPE equipment, for example, or, or um, the supply chain breakdown with COVID in China. Um, and it forced a lot of companies to think very differently and they were too slow. And I've got examples of where, you know, a government body that I was working with was looking for some some PPE equipment that we were trying to supply. And um, it was a government body and they were used to taking <laughs> a long time to go through their processes. And in the meantime, it was gone in, in, in a matter of a week because another organization came in and it was like, guys, we told you this is the new world. It, you've got to make those decisions quicker. Yeah. So I actually think it'll drive a lot more. Um, it will drive a, a pace and agility that I think some companies and organizations aren't going to be ready for, but I think they'll get there very quick. Yeah, that's that's amazing thoughts, Cameron. I really appreciate it. Any final thoughts I'd love you to leave for our listeners uh, who are um, within a leadership role or in a technology role um, as we navigate through this 
period and into this mm-hmm. new world order. Any final thoughts? I, I have a couple ones on this one. Um, this, you know, we will come out of this. I think there's no question that we're going to come out of this um, and there will be business may be slower, but again, out of born out of this disruption is going to be new businesses, new opportunities. I think what's happening now is it's created new partnerships that we never would have thought before. So I think companies that have that, that ability to think outside the box, to try things differently and, and move on quickly. So this, this innovation, but I would say there's a couple of things I, I would say, if I were to give some advice to some, some of the other leaders out there is, um, I, I think being very close to the customer and your partner, your supply chain and being, you know, what I call, uh, you know, I heard it from one of my colleagues. It was great about this empathetic selling and this empathy, you know, coming at them with empathy and really understanding their requirements because now is not the time to be upselling. This is not the time to be selling what I call Vegas, the PowerPoint. This is really about focusing on understanding what your customers and partners requirements and what they need um, is really key. Uh, I think the other part of that is distilling, getting away from a lot of the, these massive strategies um, and huge list of things we're going to do to conquer the, conquer the world. I think businesses are going to be successful when they focus in on the, what I call the T3, those top three things that are going to, that are focused on, you know, uh, supporting the customer or the supplier and driving acquisition, customer acquisition and, of course, revenue because you need cash. But focusing on the things that are going to really move the needle in those next six months. Um, and we've seen a lot of companies that we're working with just stop and park. A lot of things that are good to do but not critical. And I guess the last one would be you, you've really got to get your arms around new teams because people right now are – I think the mental. Um, I think we're not we're not aware of the mental fragility of our teams and what they're facing. And I think um, being very close to the teams and using whatever it means to stay close to them because we're all kind of pushing through and doing what we have to do. We read the news and it's good and bad, and people should be lucky if they have a job or not. But I think being very close to the, your teams and your people and 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 very being very close on the empathy. So I actually called it there, there's those four things. It's that empowerment of your teams. Let them do their jobs quickly. Um, engage them. Be really close to them. See what they're doing. But let them make those decisions. Um, this empathy part of just showing empathy to them and the, and the customers because we're all going through this. And I guess that last piece would be really about this uh, is really the engaging part, engaging the customer with those. And what these these four E's, I call them, are applicable to your customer or your own salespeople. But those those four things are really important. So, yeah, I think that's, if you can focus on that, it'll, it'll help. Well, Cameron, I really do appreciate your time um, for joining us on 20 Leaders in 20 Days. Um, thank you again. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All the best. That's it, Biz Leaders. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Business Leadership Podcast. This was episode 158, Kata's 20 Leaders in 20 Days Virtual Shift Special Mini-Series. If you want to learn more about this mini-series, Virtual Shift, Cameron, or anything else that we discuss, please go to thebusinessleadership.com slash 158. Having trouble keeping your newly remote teams engaged, effective, and connected? I can help. Text HELP to 416-834-0299 and we'll connect. Again, text me at 416-834-0299 and I will personally connect with you. And if you found this episode useful, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment on your favorite podcast player. Thank you again. Be your best. Thank you for listening to the Business Leadership Podcast at thebusinessleadership.com. Help me.